Welcome to the Young Saints Leadership Podcast, where we're going to be talking about all things youth, from leadership culture to supernatural youth ministry and discipling revivalists. We hope you guys enjoy. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to be back. (laughs) This is so fun. We are doing part two of Leading Powerful Women. Um, Some time has passed since our last one, so it's a different season of the year. We are definitely wearing sweatshirts, From the beginning (laughs) to the end. (laughs) You know, here we are. But we are missing our beloved Carling today. She wasn't able to make it. So you are blessed with me and Tori, and it's going to be an amazing time. But for those of you listening, it is currently Christmas time right now. Which I'm very excited. We have all the Christmas holiday events coming up. I don't know about you. Feels like around here, the moment December hits, you have a party every week. So that's where we're at, which is awesome. We had our uh, Christmas tree lighting service at church yesterday, which is my favorite time. Also, can I like ask a question? Are we supposed to look at the camera or do we like, do I look at you? I never actually look at the camera. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think you do. Anyway. We had our <laughs> we had our Christmas tree lighting service yesterday, and inside the sanctuary, it snowed. Okay, it was bubbles. <laughs> and we're like, it's fake snow. And I'm like looking at it closely. These are bubbles. But then you would <laughs> inhale it, and everyone like had their scarves over their mouth, and they're like, <laughs> I went to the kid service, tree lighting service. There's not really a kid one, but most kids go to the 4.30. It was insane the moment the snow hit everyone was like yes i think everyone was cheering for the snow and not the song joy to the world <laughs> but it brought joy it was so fun it brought joy into that sanctuary praise the lord so the element of surprise yeah it was so fun my kids were like yes they didn't even care if they inhaled snow or whatever it was <laughs> no i was really impressed good job bethel church um but yeah it's a fun time i'm excited we have our youth leader christmas party tomorrow and then our youth service Christmas party is next week. We go all out for the white elephant. Oh, yeah. This one time, Mari pushed someone. You're not supposed to tell the <laughs> world. <laughs> Granted, hey, any other moms out there, you'll understand. I was pregnant, and this person that I, she was a really good friend, love her dearly. <laughs> she took the favorite gift that I wanted. She literally pushed her. She was now, granted, she was already on the, like, kind of her knees, and so I just kind of shoved her, and she it's just true. fell on her bum. It's true. It's, it's not true. like a huge, like, full, full-out brawl. But, you know, I was mad, and I just gave her a little nudge, like, you're so rude, and I nudged her away. It was the pregnancy hormones. <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't even question myself. <laughs> so, you know, we get a little intense, and then Jordan gets really upset if you give him a crappy yes. gift. So, Don't here bring we are. A crappy gift. We like to do nice white elephants. It's not like toilet paper rolls. Even though some people do that, but we like to give people blessings. Who gives toilet paper rolls? That was back in the day. People would give toilet paper rolls. This one time? Honestly, after 2020, might not be a bad gift. (laughs) (laughs) This one time someone gave like a bar of soap that was like shaped like Jesus. Wash your sins away, you know? Bless God. (laughs) Anyway, so we're going to dive right in today about leading women. We're going to talk about some things to create a culture where women feel empowered and believed in and can walk in freedom and that kind of way so we're just gonna dive right in you ready tour yeah do you want me to ask you a question um you know we'll start this way <laughs> i think i'll start us off 
I've just been feeling the Holy Spirit so strong today. And so I'm really believing he's going to speak through this podcast to whoever's listening. Um, first of all, I would say, what is the most important thing we can do as women leaders to create space for young women around us to be able to find out who they are, their calling, and walk in freedom in that around us? You know what I'm saying? What is the most important thing we could probably facilitate? I think there's probably a couple things we could think of, but tell me your first one. Yeah, I think the first one, because you said to create space, and I think that the only time that there's not space is when you are believing that there's competition. And so if you're leading, if as a leader, if you're leading from a point of competition and there's only a certain amount of a certain amount of spaces that they can take up, then you're not going to create space for anyone. And then you're going to create performance. And I think that even as women, we're very competitive in nature. And, but I don't think that the Lord is. And I think that he gave each and every one of us a gifting and, um, and there's space for that gifting that he gave us. And there's no, limited amount of space there's no competition in it and there's enough room for everyone and so as a leader if you're operating from the belief that there's enough room for everyone then people are going to naturally arise and take their spot for sure I think belief is like what you said the most I would say it's one of the most important things you could create in order for everyone to fully walk in freedom because sometimes when we're especially young people when they're going through it, they need space to make a mess and be okay and know that it doesn't change our belief in them, that they have a place to come to, which would be another thing I would think. Not only do you need belief, but you need safety. Yeah. To where if a young person makes a mess and blows up their life or just makes a simple, like I made a mess with my friend and now they hate me and there's all this drama in my friend group and they need someone to go to and be like, Hey, I'm, I actually gossiped. I caused this problem and I made the mess. What do I do? And it doesn't change our belief of like, I can't believe you would even do that. This is all your fault. Yeah. I'm going to pull away because this is where you're really at. Yeah. Like, and maybe some leaders do that. I really hope you don't. And if you do, let's just repent and not do it again. (laughs) So we need to create some space and some safety for people to come to us with their realness So they're not constantly living fake around us in order to maintain the belief we have. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because you see a lot of, like, even with women, like you said, we're competitive. We can totally be competitive because we feel like there's not that space at the table. There's not a seat for us. Um, I have to be the best of the best before I'm welcome in. And I think if we can remove that, it will create all this safety for people to be really real which I think is how people get actually free. Yes. You know what I mean? Because they're not performing. Yes. And, and they can acknowledge their humanity and their need for God. The yes. reality is, is that we all have messes. And if we're not coming forward with our messes, then we're not living free. No. And if we're not creating a space of safety, then we're just pretending that everything is clean, but it's everything is swept under the rug. Yes. And so no one's empowered. No one's living free. No one's living seen. Yep. Yeah. It all goes back to even, we have a huge belief of empowerment around here. 
And so I would even say if you have young people that you're empowering to lead different parts of your services or they lead small groups or on a worship team that those kids, you really need to make sure there's a safety and an understanding of like, hey, I want you to be real. Yeah. Like, I don't want you to just keep showing up as if you're the best leader in the world and you're really dying inside. Like yeah. That's going to do nothing for our environment. It's going to do nothing for you as a human being, as a disciple of Christ. Like We need to make sure we're creating that authenticity in people to be where they're actually at. Yeah. But it doesn't affect my belief as a mom or a yeah. mentor. And I think Leslie has this great analogy of like the fake person. If people are only bringing their fakeness to you and if you are never seeing a bad day in someone, it's probably a good indicator to go, do you really feel safe to come to me with like your realness? Because you only bring me your shiny, pretty stuff. Yeah. Because I think that's what a lot of, I wouldn't even say it's church culture. I think it's just common culture too. We're just human. We just just want to be put together. And we've been in this culture where leadership wants what we can do. And the church really needs to switch to the mothers and fathers of we want you for who you are. Yeah. And that creates true discipleship, which is why as if you're a woman pastor or woman leader listening to this, the greatest thing you can offer, you are more important than ever before in the body of Christ. We need moms. We need mothers. And I'm not saying you have to have physical children to do this because Tori is obviously not a mom yet, but she mothers people all the time. And so it's this aspect of God that put in every woman to nurture, to believe, to fan the flame of what God is doing in someone's life. There's so much power in the way God created women to really rise up. And like, that's what we're supposed to do as moms. We raise kids up in the way they should go. It's the same in the spirit that you can raise someone up to believe they're amazing, they're beautiful, they're called, they're anointed. And that changes the way they operate in life if we choose to believe first. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's something that Leslie did for me. She was such a mom to me. And I obviously had an amazing mother too. But Leslie was that spiritual mom that fanned the gift of God in my life. And she called it out. And honestly, I was 16 and so insecure and afraid and she really either had to see prophetically or she just chose to believe in her gut. I don't know what happened, but she believed in me all the, nonetheless. And she, I was able to go to her on my worst day. I remember being in her house, just crying over dumb friend drama. And oh, I think back to high school me and I'm like, wow, God bless them. And, um, and sometimes as leaders, like these high school girls will come to us and they think their world is ending. We're like, like, sweetie, you're going to be okay. Like, this is not even a big deal. But it's a big deal to it's them. It's a huge And if deal. you diminish it, yes. then, and then you, you have to remember, them. oh, when I was in high school, that was a huge deal. Yeah. Like, that really was affecting me. And so I have to come back to that and remember and lead them through it. And honestly, sometimes I think we just need to be present more than we need to have the answer. And so I... I think that people just don't always want it, especially us women. If you're married, you know, you go to a guy and they just want to fix it. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be fixed. I'm just trying to tell you how I feel. <laughs> and I think it's an important aspect as women to be there for people to be present of like, wow, I really understand how you could feel that way. I'm so sorry. I'm yeah. here for you. Do you need anything? 
What do you need? You know? And I think women are so amazing at being present, even if it's uncomfortable. And I think that's what a lot of young people need is someone that's going to walk through the crappy parts of life and say, I'm not giving up. I'm here till the end. Yeah. I will be steady with you, even if you can't be steady right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's just an important place of women to create that safety in a culture and that belief of like, I'm going to believe in you on your worst day. Even if you don't want to be believed in right now, even if you're like, I don't even know if I believe in God. Great. I'll believe in God for you. I have enough belief to go around that you're going to come through this, you know? And so I would say as we're moving forward in order to make a place where women feel empowered, free, and can fully walk in their identity, you need belief and safety which is honestly, I think what so many, I think it's in our nature as women to carry those things. I think I have a question of, okay, you're, you're walking with someone and you have so much belief in them and there's so much safety where they're telling you everything and how they're blowing up their life or how they're in a friend circle that's just not it. How do you walk them through freedom? through that honestly it's quite a journey because you can like give all the advice in the world and you know it's the good advice and they may not listen right away and that can be painful because you're like what are you doing I'm literally trying to help you but especially with friends I mean that was like my big thing as a teenager I had really I guess what nowadays we'd call toxic friendship, (laughs) which it really was. So I get the phrase, but it's just funny how much we use toxic. And, um, that was my life. Like I, they, I felt pretty stuck in my friendships and I felt like I wasn't powerful in them and honestly somewhat controlled and manipulative. And it was funny because Tom and Leslie just were steady and consistent with me. And they would be like, Hey, I don't think that you should be treated that way. I think you should, Mm hold up other standards for your life and it took honestly the lord's timing to help me come free of that but they were just the steady voices of you should this is where you should be this is what you should expect of friendship this is how you should be a friend and they were that constant voice helping me navigate my way out yeah but it didn't happen overnight and i think a lot of us are like we'll just get you free right now like holy spirit come right now fill them fill it right now (laughs) take it (laughs) which is honestly probably could happen sometimes. I'm not diminishing that. It's more of just sometimes you're that person leading them through a maze of life. You like show them powerful choices. You are the shepherd. It's very a pastoral function that you are shepherding them through the different parts of their journey with God. And it's a process and it can be frustrating and it can be hard. And even the same thing with a dating thing of like you know they're not supposed to be with this person and they keep making mess after mess <laughs> like just break up with them already <laughs> literally and sometimes people will just like you just need to break up and if they listen that's amazing but then it's also like if you don't want to be super controlling and you want them to figure out how to be this powerful yeah. person of knowing when it's time you have to be the voice of truth of like well that's not what a healthy relationship looks like and you can just speak truth rather than telling them exactly what to do Cause then it trains their mind in the future to avoid it next time. You know what I mean? Or even like, if you think of what 
I'm just thinking of random things that girls really struggle with. It's like friends, dating, and honestly, like self-hatred. People may not call it that so strongly, but it really is self-hatred. And we compare our bodies and how we look and our hair and our skin tone and are our eyebrows on point and do we have <laughs> lash extensions and is our tan up to par and all the things that we have to deal with. So Where did you get your nails done? Much. Are they almond? Are they coffin shape? What kind? You know, <laughs> we just like, it's a lot to think about and remember. And this like, is why we're high maintenance. So I get it. <laughs> but honestly, I think as women leaders, if you're listening, I really would challenge you to question, are you free in that? Yeah. You know, like, do you love yourself? Do you, do you believe that God made you with intention? And when you get insecure, do you allow the love of God to fill it? Because it's really easy to walk someone out of self-hatred when you, you've been through that process yourself. And I honestly think every human being has to face self-hatred at some point. At some level, yeah, there's that insecurity of I don't know if I'm designed properly. You know what I mean? Human. I think every person will go it's through just that. like how you walk it out. I've never really met someone that's like born and they're confident. You know, except maybe Leslie. Maybe, <laughs> but she's gone through stuff too. You know, and some people it may not be a physical thing they hate about themselves. It could be a personality trait that they were like, why am I so much? But if we haven't like as like as leaders, if we haven't actually dealt with that, yeah. we're never gonna see them no. free. But I even remember when I was like a new youth leader walking through like the the absolute pit of self-hatred, body image stuff, and the kid would talk to me about it and I'm like being triggered myself because I'm like, actually what would I what would I tell you? And I could say the right things, but the right things don't come with power if I'm not living it out. Yeah. And I still think God can use you in those situations to help people, even if you're not fully free. And totally. sometimes you're preaching to yourself when you're in those seasons and you're like, I need to hear this for me. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. I'm just going to take it for me too. But there is like a thing of, oh, there is more authority when I'm walking in freedom because then I know how to help you get there. For example, like when you have an insecurity, you say I get insecure and I had this beautiful love encounter where I saw him fill that insecurity with his love. And then I'm like, oh, that's what you need. You need an encounter with love right now. Mm. Close your eyes. Let's ask Holy Spirit, what do you say about this? Because I've experienced it myself. And so I know how to bring other people to that same place. And I think that's the most important thing of, you don't have to be perfectly free to lead people into freedom, which is kind of crazy. Because we all have it, a need for God. Yeah, we all have a need for God. Like all of us are going to get insecure. It's like the yeah. most beneficial thing that you can do is even when you go to someone, say we've all gone to our mentors and leaders in our lives, we're like, this is what I'm struggling with. It's so refreshing when your leader goes, man, I've been there too. And it's like that vulnerability of a leader saying, I've totally struggled with the same thing. Let me help you. Because you go, oh, if you've gotten free of this and you've been here, I can do it too. And so many leaders are like, oh, well, let me just tell you how to get free. And, and we're like, no, I've been there too. Yeah. But that also creates safety, like what you yes, talked about. Vulnerability creates safety because you feel like a real tangible, I can do this because you did it too. Yeah. And so many people, leaders, not even just women leaders, but male leaders too, will put on this thing of like, I'm awesome. I'm amazing. Here we go. But 
if you just be real with, I think authenticity is what this generation needs more than anything. And yeah. especially from women to say like, yeah, I get insecure with my friends too. Here's how I overcome that. Here's how I compete against this women culture of we got to, we're either better than each other or we all can't be great. We're all going to keep each other down or no one can be great. It's like this yeah. weird crazy competition thing. And it, if you're like leading someone, you're like, yeah, I've totally been insecure with my friend when they got what they, what I wanted. I've totally been there. It creates so much like, oh, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm safe. So that I do think vulnerability creates that safety to know I'm in good hands. We're all going to be okay. They're okay. I'll be okay. And I think as women, we need to lead from the place of vulnerability to create that safety, but also end with belief Yeah. of like, you're not going to stay here forever. I, I'm going to make sure, like I had someone, a teenager one time say, I've never encountered God. So I don't even know if I believe in God. <laughs> and it was like in a kind of a group setting. And I was like, oh, crap, Holy Spirit. What do I say? Crap, Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe don't say crap, Holy Spirit. I don't know. <laughs> it works for me. But I literally go, I was so confident. I could feel the faith come out of me. That's okay. We'll make sure you do one day. Mm-hmm. I'm so Okay knowing all of us have not experienced him at one point, but you will because I'm confident I can walk with you until you do because I believe in the reality of Jesus. Yes. And I believe that sometimes it's a journey to find it, but we all find it. Yes. You know what I mean? And so I think if you can lead from the place of confidence of who God is, who you are, it's okay if you get insecure as a leader, all of us get insecure. It's the matter of fact of, I know what to do with my insecurity and I know where to take it and I know where to lay it and kill it. Yeah. (laughs) You know, sometimes we coddle our insecurities like, Oh, just part of my personality. Or I think I was just kind of designed this way. And no, no, I'm not a passive leader. I will kill that. I know that's part of people's personalities, but it doesn't have to be. We are all trying to become like Christ. So we all can form to some ability. And so I think as women leaders, just to wrap this all up, do you have a one ending thought before we end? Oh man, you put me on the spot. I was just fully agreeing with you. Yeah. I'm like, also the Holy Spirit will lead you to freedom. Like if you feel stuck as a woman leader, you're trying to, you're trying to get your team free like the holy spirit will lead you to freedom the holy spirit will lead your kids to freedom be full of the holy spirit it's so true and honestly i do believe we are we don't set anyone free only god does that yeah and so we all try to be the best leaders we can and that's amazing but But honestly we're better followers so if you like what tori was saying if you lean on holy spirit you will always lead people to freedom because he is the one that leads people to freedom. He does the work for you, you know? It's his job <laughs> to lead people to Jesus who sets people free. That's his whole job. Praise God. So if you're following Holy Spirit, I promise you're on the right path. <laughs> and sometimes as moms and dads, our kids bring us stuff. And I'm talking spiritually as moms and dads. They, students will come to us and I'm like, oh Lord, I've never encountered TikTok madness. Help me, Jesus. <laughs> I've never encountered the demons that come through those screens. Just kidding. (laughs) Just kind of true, but kind of funny. Because there's things in our, these kids generation that we never encountered. We never battled. We never faced. It's just a whole different game. But you know, who knows everything is Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. (laughs) And sometimes we try to be these powerful leaders 
And we forget that we're ultimately following the most powerful leader. We are dependent on him. Yes. It's so important that you don't need to get insecure if you don't know what to do because Holy Spirit does. And if you know Holy Spirit and you know his voice, you're going to be the best leader on the planet because you just follow the best leader that's ever existed. Yeah. It's really the greatest key to leadership is follow Holy just Spirit. Just full of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yes. Period. And you will walk women into freedom. You will walk them into identity. You will walk them into security. And just remember, as a mom, you're not trying to develop people what they can do for your ministry. You are developing them as a disciple and follower of Christ. And you want them oh. to become great moms one day too. So convicting. And so, and it goes for guys too. Our goal for guys, you don't want them to just be the best leader that can preach a sermon. You want them to be an amazing dad that will change the cultures of society by creating healthy family because we've created healthy people. You know? So, Period. That's it. That's I think it. that's all we got. That's part two, walking women into freedom. Holy Spirit is your answer. Holy and Spirit. He's the answer for you and for them. Love you guys. Bye, guys. Bye. See you next time.